Hi, and thanks for listening to Beyond Your Limits. This is going to be a very short podcast on manifestation. And I think some of the obstacles that people run into, you know, manifestation or bringing into your life something that you want, creating something that you want in your life is a little bit more complex than the simplicity that people put out there. And I do think that manifesting is simple, but it's not easy. And that's because our minds and our fears and our beliefs get in the way. I had a woman post something about wanting her husband back. And her husband is going full throttle on divorcing her. And I sat down and I really tuned into her. And I thought, you know, the real issue here is she's going for having her husband back. And I felt like she needed to look more at reconciliation. And so I suggested that she think about focusing on what it would feel like to reconcile with him. What would it feel like to soften and have him want to be in the relationship with her, have him come to her with an open heart And I asked her if her heart was open to receive. You see, it can't be a one-way street. It has to be a two-way street because we have to drop our own anger that is actually causing us to not have what we want. Then you have to ask yourself, is he really what I want? You see, it becomes a little bit of a vicious cycle if we don't really begin to understand what it is that we're dealing with, what is going on, what it is that we are feeling. You can't cover up those emotions. Those emotions are very, very powerful. And they're causing you to push back against him because on the one hand, you desperately want him back. And on the other hand, she wasn't really liking him very much. The first thing that we, and it's a very interesting story, and I'm going to get to the rest of it. But what I said to her is you have to let go of the need to control everything around your desire. Your desire is you want your husband back. What would happen if you let go of the fear and the obsession and the worry? Because when we're in the process of manifesting, a lot of times we are holding on to fear that we can't have it or that it won't happen or it won't come or it won't come how we want it to. And we obsess and we worry and we keep it outside of ourselves. So once you've saturated yourself with the feeling of really having it, really having it, they say that those things go without saying. You don't have to do anything. The real problem when it comes to manifesting or bringing the things you want into your life is how you're going about the creation process. You see, it's about being. More than anything, it's about being that which you want to be. And this is a very basic concept. It's very important, but it's very misunderstood. And When people brush this part of it under the carpet, many people who are trying to create something new in their lives, and it could even be just the belief that they could have a better job, 
that they could make, say, $500 a month more, okay? And that's another issue, you know, when you talk about just meeting your bills. You know, if that's where somebody is, that's okay. It's okay to be where you are. To manifest, you have to know what it is that you can accept first. This is why I suggested reconciliation. The feeling of what it would be like for him to date her again, to want to reconcile with her. Somebody butt in and said, that isn't how you do it. All you have to do is believe you have your husband back. But the problem is she doesn't believe it. This is going to be an epic failure because she doesn't believe it. She can't see it. And she's struggling and struggling holds things away from us. It's when we let go. For me, the feeling of having it, and this is from my own experience, is a calm satisfaction. It's a knowing. And it's to the point where you actually ask yourself, gosh, do I even really want this? Because the obsession is gone. You know, you can think about it all day, but you're doing it in a different way. You're out of the obsessive phase and you're now in a calm, happy place of contentment, knowing it's yours. And so you're not on the roller coaster of the highs and lows. You just know when you're there. Don't take the attention away from your desire. Take your attention away from the fact that you are so desperate for it. And you'll know because you keep looking and asking, is it happening? I don't see, you know, it's like planting a, a seed. You don't dig the seed up every day to see if it's doing something. You're going to kill it. Because that sends a message you don't have it. And there's a possibility you're grasping because you don't believe you can have it. And so here we go again. So we have to get underneath our emotions. We have to pay attention to our thoughts, our minds, what we're thinking. And most of all, what it is that we're feeling. We can't forget that very important piece. You go from not letting go. You don't let go of your desire. So you continue with your desire. Let go of your need. Let go of feeling lack. That's what makes you feel complete. It's absolutely yours. You're going to do it. You've made up your mind. Come hell or high water, it's going to happen. And you have to trust. You don't know how it's going to happen. And I tr trust me, when you give it up and you say, okay, universe, God, whatever you believe is your higher power, your angels, I don't care what it is. It'll happen better than you could have imagined. As long as you know that you are not going to live your life without that. So the desire for it disappears because you're already in the version of you who owns it. You have it. You're experiencing it now. Experience is a key word. So to get to this state, this is why you do your techniques of whatever it is that you do. You can do scripting. You can do affirmations. You can do visualization. You can do whatever. You can feel your way into the desired state. You just practice it and it gets easier and easier to be in that state because you believe it. So if you, for example, are trying to 
get your ex back as this woman was, and you're focusing on what your ex is doing, and then that throws you into a complete state of obsession where you're on their social media or you're driving by their house or you're doing whatever it is that you're doing that is keeping you off balance. It keeps saying you don't have you're probably not going to get your ex back until you get so tired of it, you let go. And then, of course, by that time, you don't care whether they come back or not. And so that is the trick. What you want to do instead is to try to manifest other things that don't have so much importance, things that maybe you're not as attached to, so it could be, for example, just getting a check-in text from your significant other or is this woman her ex-husband-to-be. You can even play with it and you can think about manifesting and bringing to yourself things like seeing a red umbrella or the deer, a deer, a picture of a deer or a tiger or whatever it is. Think of whatever you want. Those things you'll see will manifest very quickly. And it's because you are not attached to it. You state your intention, you hold it, you put it out there that you are going to see. Show me a picture of, for example, a white tiger with blue eyes. Let it go. And these things manifest really quickly. You're not obsessed. You do not have opposing thoughts. You're not thinking things like what if and, and on. So you let go the obsession, the lack, the doubt, the fears. Now it's easier said than done, but if you practice, you can do it. And so many of us are caught up in the fear of not having that we block it and we become frustrated. So we have to recognize we're frustrated because we have a belief that we can't have. This is why we talk about taking smaller steps because you don't worry about the time. Don't worry about what somebody else is doing. Look at yourself and look at the things that you believe that you can have and you will have them. Those steps will get you where you want to be. I write things down in a journal that I have. And then I go on with my day and I'm calm and I just trust. And it's things that you don't even think about and they, it just happens. It happens for you. And so start doing things in a small way. I work with clients and we actually take their affirmations and we build them specific to themselves. And it's amazing what happens when they write them down and they go, yeah, yeah, that's what I want. That's exactly how it has to sound. And we get the language just right because we're talking about it in a positive way. It's amazing how quickly things come. And so you can put things to the side like worry and lack and anxiety and excessive force because that just leaves you exhausted. Now, I'm not saying that you don't take action if you're feeling inspired to. You just don't have to. What you have to do first is get into the feeling of it. And so for this woman who 
wanted her husband back and she was banging her head up against the wall. He was going full throttle with the divorce. Uh, there was another guy that opposed what I said. I said, okay, because at the end of the day, she's going to pick what she wants to pick. But she understood. She didn't believe that he was going to come back. So let's talk about what it would feel like to have him contact you and just have a conversation, just a reasonable adult conversation where neither person is hating on the other person, attacking them, jabbing them, trying to one up them. None of that. Let's get back to the love because that is what was missing. She was so mired down in resentment and hatred. What do you think that that's going to attract? You already know the answer, more resentment and hatred. And when she recognized what she was doing, she had to put that aside if she really wanted him back because she was so stuck in wanting him to be so remorseful and so regretful for leaving her in the first place. But the reason he wasn't remorseful or was regretful is because she was so resentful. You see, everything is a mirror. And so again, getting your ex back, getting a promotion is all based on what's going on inside of you. What is the strongest emotion? What are your strongest thoughts? And this is why we have to pay attention to the things that we think and the things that we feel, because that's what manifests. And if you have beliefs about something that you may not even know that you hold and have, take a look at your outside world. Your experience of your world is reflecting back to you what you believe. And when we get really real with ourselves and we say, gosh, I feel like I have fear around this, I'm fearful. We have to then realize fear isn't real. It's a construct of our thoughts. And then we can look at our thoughts. Where did these beliefs come from that I feel that I can't have or I'm not worthy or whatever it is? And then the next question is, is it true? And the answer is always no. It's only true if I make it true. And then you begin to think about what it would feel like, really feel like, to be the person that you want to be. How would you hold your body posture? What would you say to people? How would you look at people? How would you approach people? How would you approach your day every morning when you woke up? How would you approach your job? What would your attitude be? And what's the attitude that you hold about yourself, your work, your love relationships, and life in general? Your attitude speaks volumes. So when we're talking about manifestation and you're looking at the fact that your ex girlfriend or boyfriend is doing something with somebody else and you don't have and they have, usually you're not even close to being accurate because people post things on social media so that they look good. They don't post the shit going on in their relationships and their lives. Come on. It's always look at me. I'm perfect. And we buy that. So if you're only seeing with those eyes and you're only seeing with that fear and it just reinforces, yeah, see, I knew it. Stop. You have to have some sort of control over your actions. Stop looking at their social media. Ask yourself why you're so driven to feel that. And it's usually so that you can feel something. So why not instead choose to feel something different? 
I no longer look at their social media. I don't have to chase anybody. I don't chase anybody. That Those statements that I just made are, are actually negation statements. Instead, you're going to have to change that to I'm loved. I'm pursued by so-and-so because I'm so filled with love. And you have to begin the positive affirmations about the love, but you've got to feel that and that's going to start and that's going to come from your heart and your head's got to match that. But you'll be amazed to see what happens when you get into a state of forgiveness, when your heart opens and you are in a state of love. And when you forgive, you have to forgive yourself first for even holding those feelings. And then you can forgive other people. It begins with us. I once had a client that I was reading for for quite some time, and she really wanted her ex-husband to possibly come back. It had been so long. I don't even know if she wanted that anymore. But what she wanted was for him to regret what he did. And so I asked her if she could forgive him. And she got really upset with me because she felt like he should be asking her for forgiveness. And there was the block. So I guess that just wasn't going to work for her. And she didn't like my response. She found it very offensive that I thought that she should forgive him. And that was okay with me because I thought that's something that I know works. Anyway, I just wanted to post this article, Happy Manifesting. I know you can do it. Don't be afraid to look at what's going on. The world will reflect back to you and show you what you're actually manifesting and believing. Your life is a reflection of your mind, your thoughts, your feelings, and even your actions. And so we have to take time to ask ourselves on the things that we so want so much, what is it that stands between me and having what I want? Why am I struggling? Struggle creates more struggle, but what's underneath the struggle? What's underneath the ideas that you hold about something? Because once you get there, you start to recognize it's as if things just start to fall away from you, but you become aware of the what and the why. You, know, you already know how, you just have to be it and be in that state. And that's what I talked about in the beginning of this podcast. And in a state of being and knowing and having, because there is no other way, because you know it's yours. It's like your God-given purpose. It's like you know what you're supposed to have, you know what you're supposed to do, and you continue through life with a smile in your heart, knowing it's yours. And you'll know it because you'll feel it. So thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope it helped clear up some things. I will be doing more shorter podcasts on things like this to help remind people or just help you with new techniques and things to trigger you into asking yourself what's going on so that then you can find the path that works for you because not all manifestation techniques work for everybody. Thank you for listening and make the world a better place.